Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of We're Also Vegan. I'm one of your hosts, Eliza, and sitting with me is your other host, Leah. Hello. If this is your first time here, Eliza and I are two vegan friends from Michigan trying to live as low-impact lives as best that we can. Yeah, and for us, that means reducing our impact on the world by creating less waste, making conscious purchases, and, of course, being vegan. And if all of that interests you, go ahead and follow us on Instagram at We're Also Vegan, where you see a little bit more of that stuff. Yeah, so without further delay, we're just going to get right into our topic for this week. Actually, no, we're not. We're going to get into updates. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I will say, we're, today we're going to talk about camels and elephants, which sounds kind of weird, but those are like individual things that we were interested in. And yeah, we'll, we'll get more into it later. Yeah. But yeah, do you have any updates? Yeah, I want to tell you the story that I found out. It's so funny when I when you're vegan, or when I'm vegan, I find out all this different stuff about my family, I guess. I don't know how it, maybe it doesn't correlate. But anyways, <clears throat> so I was talking to my family, and then they were talking about our extended family, and they were saying how one of our family members, I don't even, like, I don't even know who he really is, mm-hmm. but they were saying that, and I do not agree with this, that he hunts, like, safari animal, like... Whoa. Yeah, like, I think he's hunted <laughs> lion and zebra, maybe? I think zebra. I don't even know, like... Like, he just does it for sport. Like, I don't think he eats it. I'm not sure. Oh, my word, you guys should see my face right now. I'm just, like, shook. Yeah. I don't know. That's a huge bummer. Yeah, I'm not totally sure, because we didn't talk about it too much. One of my other family members is vegetarian, and he was like, mm, I don't know if I really agree with that. And I was like, uh, same. Amen. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. Especially Safari, because they're, they're, they're already kind of endangered. Yeah. yeah. It's like, why? And I don't think that he actually goes to Africa. Well, maybe he has before. But um, mm-hmm. I think they, like, create, like, a quote-unquote, like, sanctuary, like, place where you can actually, like, they Hunt make an there? environment. Yeah. From what? what I was hearing. I don't know if that's accurate or not, but I thought, whoa, that's wild. And we're talking about wild animals to this today. today I was yeah. like, Just wow, bring it up. how yeah. relevant is that? Yeah, I mean, I've heard of people poaching zoos and stuff, mm. which is one thing that's, like, really sad because I don't really agree with zoos. But at the same time, I'd rather the animals be in the zoo because I do think zookeepers, they, they, they want them to live a long time. And yeah. at least the zoo that I grew up at. But there was always signs about poachers and stuff. That's, like, a huge bummer yeah kind of yeah that's wild it's it is weird to me like i get kind of why it becomes sport because it's challenging oh yeah i'm sure it's really hard to hunt a lion yeah but it's still like how do you get pleasure from taking the life of another animal i don't really understand that i don't know that like i don't get it and maybe it's like bred for that like you know like Mm -hmm. they create more lions for hunting like i don't really know but i just remember hearing that one of my family members he hunts these safari animals and i think he has like a zebra rug or something like that yeah like i don't know it just astonishes me and and it i do not agree with it at all yeah that's horrible well i have a little bit of an update it's not as sad i should have went last (laughs) yeah but i mean it's just kind of furthering the raw thing so I wanted to know what you feel about that. How you feel about this? I might cheat on a day, and not on a day. No, I'm gonna cheat on a meal, not the whole day. 
Because, okay, so my sister's birthday is coming up. It's on Monday. Mm. And we, she wants to go to the sushi place. And so here's the thing. Hear me out. One, I've wanted to go to this restaurant for a really long time. And now we're finally going. And I'm raw. Two, basically the only thing I'll be eating that's not raw is the rice. Like, everything else is raw. You know what I mean? So it's not oh, like it's... Yeah. It's not like I'm eating a burger and... Like, a veggie burger and fries. I'm, like, eating sushi. So... Yeah, I don't know, but I'm torn. Like, what do you think? Yeah. Well, it's it's totally up to you. Yeah. I mean, I know that I I feel like I would like not hate myself, but just be like, why didn't I just stick it? Not through. Yeah, yeah. Like, why didn't I just finish it? Yeah. I think I'll feel that way too, or I'll feel like I didn't do rawest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or like I went raw for almost a month. Like yep. that's how I'll feel, and it's just one meal. But I don't know, and then I don't want to feel like sad while I'm there like I don't want to bring the energy down because I will probably be a little sad right and then I also don't want to just miss out on it like I have no reason to not go um, it's my family like my whole family is going to be there or like just my siblings and my parents so it's like I shouldn't not go and celebrate my sister's birthday just because and they have plenty of vegan options so I was gonna say can you just ask for no rice or do they have like zoodles (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's a sushi plate. Oh, wait, did I say that? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, I was just... You're joking. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. And I, I've said this about... Actually, I don't know if I've said this on the podcast, but I always feel bad asking for things without stuff because they usually don't reduce the price. And it's mm. pretty expensive food. So I just like... Sometimes it's like, is it worth it to veganize? People say you can veganize anything. But there have been restaurants that I, or especially fast food places, that by the time I take, like, the meat, the dairy, the croutons, the everything off, it's, like, lettuce and cherry tomatoes, you know? Right. And you're paying, like, $7 for it. So it's just, like, when is it worth the cost, yeah. you know? So, I don't know. And your family knows that you're raw, right? Yeah. And, I mean, I, I obviously, it's, like, unfortunate that these landed on the same, my sister's birthdays in August. And I don't, I'm not going to ask her, first of all, there's no raw restaurants near us. Yeah, you know, oh, well, there's yeah. barely any vegan ones. So raw food is like, I haven't eaten out at all. I've just been making my own food. So yeah, I don't know. I'm like, I'll let you guys know next week what I ended up doing. Part of, part of me, like, I'm really more on the, no, I'm not going to do it side. Mm-hmm. But I just don't know how to handle it socially. Right. And that social fear is sort of hindering me, I guess. Yeah, I get that. But it is a bummer because I I really wanted to go to this restaurant. Oh. And I like I was like, you want to go there for your birthday? I want to go there for my birthday. My birthday's not for months, but it's it's a challenge. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah. But I think it's just personal conviction, you know, like. Yeah, yeah, and I certainly wouldn't judge anyone else if they did it. Yeah, I'd have been like, oh man, I totally understand. And like I said at the beginning of the month, I had picked a day. We were going to a wedding, and I was like, oh yeah, this is too awkward. I'm not gonna insist on being raw if they serve me a vegan meal like I'm just gonna eat it but they didn't like that ended up not being Being an issue so I'm kind of like well I still have that one cheat day you know it's again okay it's not a cheat day it's a cheat meal (laughs) like it's just one meal I'm not gonna do the whole day but that's kind of it for the rawest updates have you been been feeling better or like what do you mean feeling better like compared to when I was just yeah yeah um I think I have more energy but other than that, I feel kind of the same. Okay. Do you still not really have an appetite? Well, the thing is, is like, we gotta get into other topics. But I know, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I am someone who always feels hungry. Or no, 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 I'm gonna change that. I have 
I've struggled with my weight in the past a lot, and I'm someone who doesn't like to feel hungry. Mm-hmm. So I've been really trying to train myself to, like, get hungry. Like, it's okay to be hungry and just eat a little bit more spaced out and just... Like, as soon as I feel a tiny bit... I mean, it's not even really hunger. I just put food in my mouth. I, You know? Yeah. So, and I haven't been doing that as much. I guess that's kind of ending, and that's good. <laughs> so, I don't know if it's that I really don't have an appetite or if that's just changing. Yeah, like if your that habits. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I, it's not like I have no appetite. I just am not eating as much food, and I thought I would eat more food because everyone made it sound like you eat more food. But right. But for me, it's kind of been the opposite. I've been eating less food. So, I mean, a lot more veggies than people would normally eat, but at the same time, it's really not that much food. Well, do you want to get into talking about camels? The the camels? Yes. I'm going to go first. So, I picked camels because, I don't know why, I just felt kind of interested in them. I mean, I'm talking mostly um, about camel rides, um, which are really popular things in Egypt and Israel and for tourists and stuff. So this is one of those things that people don't really realize is not vegan or that is causing harm. And so I just wanted to talk about it and I, I personally wanted to research it more. And I found a lot of really good information out there. And it's the kind of thing that I think I definitely would have really wanted to do before going vegan. But now having this insight, I'm like, of course not. So like going on a camera ride, you would have before? Yes, I would have totally wanted to yeah. do that. But now I don't. (laughs) So I'm just going to get into it. So why are camel rides not vegan? Well, veganism, you know, it's not just about what you eat. It's about causing harm to animals and all animals. And unfortunately, within the camel ride um, business industry, harm is inflicted on camels. And that's just undeniable. So because of that, it's not vegan. The owners of these camels are solely focused on making a profit and pleasing customers rather than the animal's well-being. So they don't even need to know anything about camels or have any expertise on taking care of them or anything to start a business like this where they have animal they have camels and they rent I guess rent them out or they take tourists on them for treks to different areas and Yeah, it's an attraction, you know, it's something that brings profit in. So, in Petra alone, there are 1,350 camels and horses that are used to ferry people from different locations all day. Wow. Yeah, all day. And they don't really get breaks, like, they're just constantly going. 28% of adults who have traveled abroad have taken part in this sort of attraction or just activity to do. Making money and having a successful business is the priority to these animal owners, so the camels' well-beings are just, they need is just not being met at all. And because of the constant work and overwhelming interaction that the camels have with the tourists and everything, the camels can't always develop their natural behaviors. Yeah, it's truly not their natural environment and what is good for them. So... Some people think that there's gray area in this topic, and whether that's you or not, you should still do, like, as much research as you can. Basically, that just means, like, it's okay if. So, if you think it's okay to ride a camel, some things that you can look out for are if the camels are spitting or screaming, they're clearly overworked, overtired, or they need something that they're not getting. Mm. Um, Spitting. 
I thought that was pretty common with camels, but maybe... Yeah, when they're aggravated. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Or if you ever see them wearing muzzles, that indicates that they are acting out. But they're acting out because of abuse, and they're often scared or frightened, and so they act out, and the owners put muzzles on them so that they're not so difficult to deal with. Camels are separated from their young, just like cows are. Another thing is if the camels are tagged, branded, or tattooed. When you see these certain things, you can really quite simply discern that there's cruelty involved and that they're being hurt. As far as I can see, unless it's like, I don't know, someone's privately owned camel, the businesses that are in these cities and in these tourist attractions that are doing this, this is how the camels are being treated. This is standard. To me, like personally, I don't think I'd ever do it. And I've been to, I've never been anywhere where there's camels, but I've been to foreign countries and People who have businesses there, they really want you to take part. And they will say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll always... They'll just agree with you, whatever yeah. you They'll be like, want. of course, you know. So to me, I just wouldn't take the chance and mm-hmm. give my money to an organization like that. So that's just my personal conviction. If you feel like the animals aren't being treated in a poor way, then if you see any of this stuff, I think it's pretty clear. Yeah. So just wrapping up here... Camels have very specific living conditions that they need. So they need um, shelter for the rain and the sun. If they get, they can get overheated, but they can also get really cold and they're not supposed to be wet. Obviously they live in deserts, so water is just not really something that they're acclimated to as much. They always need a place to lay down, which apparently is really uncommon for camels that are used for stuff. They are tied high up, so they cannot lay down and they're put in places where they can't lay down, they can't get their body on the ground and back up. Yeah, that's like super common and it's really cruel to the animals, they never get a break. And if they're not given proper food, they will just eat whatever they can. So some of them start eating plastic and trash and rubbish. And again, that's not fair and they don't get enough water either. They don't have that. Giving them this stuff is not a priority of the business of, it's just not a priority. So they suffer because of that. Knowing all of that and like researching it, we can clearly see that it's not vegan and that you really shouldn't take part in that if you travel somewhere where that's going on. And there are, Lee is going to talk about elephants, but really you can kind of put this in any animal's category. You don't have to partake in that kind of thing. It is cruel, so it's not vegan. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess that's it. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I had a lot of fun researching that. And I will leave linked below some really helpful websites if you want to kind of understand it more. Yeah, cool. So For me, elephants have been a fun group to research. I feel like it's pretty, co- like, elephants have kind of made their way to the forefront of our, like, vegan, like, activism. Well, not just our vegan activism, but, like, a lot of... Um, yeah, it's a hot topic. Yeah, just with, like, Ivory Ella and their... Mm. Oh, yeah. Tributes and whatnot to them. But anyways, I've learned that they're actually really similar to humans in in so many ways. Like, they are so intelligent. Um, For example, they are very social beings. They always travel in herds. So, like, the females, they always travel together and, like, and they have a matriarch um, leader. And then the males, they travel together in what's called a bachelor pod. So, they're always, you know, with like-minded and, like... I don't know, like beings, I guess. 
They also have a similar life cycle to humans, so they go through the baby stages, they go through adolescence, and they go through adulthood, and literally it's almost identical to the years, like, you know, like, Mm -hmm. 13 to 18 is adolescence, and, you know, like, that's kind of how the elephant cycle is defined, too. Anyways, so they actually have the same, well, not the same, but a similar life expectancy to us as well, which is seven, like, 70 years for them. Wow, I didn't know they lived that long. Yeah. So it's, it's, these, these creatures are amazing, so, and I feel like the best part is, well, at least for, like, vegans, is that these 2.7 to 7 ton mammals are herbivores. Like, they only eat plants. Yeah, friends. But, unfortunately, you know, they're in a vulnerable state in our ecosystem, which means that they're, you know, approaching an endangered status right now. So when I, when I think about the ways that these animals are like us and, like, what I researched, it kind of makes me cringe at the habits that we and, like, our selfish desires that we've adopted mm-hmm. for the un- unfair and cruel treatment of these mammals. So male elephants have been used, this is maybe, like, 3,000 years ago, as war machines, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, they were pretty intimidating, which is understandable because they're so big, but, you know, they were... <laughs> against their own will, taken into war to basically die for the cause of human, you know, human advantage. Yeah. So, anyways, um, and then females are often taken for our entertainment in the circuses, and then also for elephant rides. Those are pretty popular now. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also the demand for ivory, which um, comes from their tusks. So, it's actually illegal to kill and extract ivory from elephants now. I mean, people still practice it out of the law, but yeah, the ivory is, is usually made for like little trinkets. It's just, it's, it's a sign of wealth, basically. And they yeah. carve out, you know, whatever design they want from the tusk and yeah. I mean, it's illegal, so. It's so weird that we use that to make a trinket. I know. We can make a trinket out of anything, you know? Yeah. It's not like it's like, we make a vital thing that we need for, sur- you know? Yeah. No. But it's, like, rare. I think that's the thing, is, like, ivory, it's... I guess, It's just so precious, you know? Yeah. But I feel like the whole animal is precious, so, like... Right, yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. I don't know. Anyways, thankfully, elephants are no longer used in warfare, you know, that that was used 3,000 years ago, at least. Um, But when they were, you know, used uh, during that time, they were beaten into obedience and then put out in the front lines for the advantage of whichever side probably had the most resources available. You know, it's all for human advantage, mm-hmm. nothing, like no elephant um, consideration at all. So I'm, I'm really glad that using elephants in warfare is no longer happening. However, we do use elephants for the circus and tourist rides, quote unquote, and those things are still very much alive. So I'm sure you can imagine just the damage that these elephants go through when they are recruited for either of these events. Because first, they have to be taken away from their herd, which we already know they're very social beings, and being alone can be, like, devastating for them. Mm-hmm. Anna Louise, an African elephant captured from her home in Zimbabwe, actually lived in the captivity of the cir- circus without a companion of her own species for 30 years. So, and she died in her mid to late 30s. So all of her life, basically, was spent in miserable obedience to less than ideal partners, i.e., like, humans. Yeah. I feel like people think... She died so young. I know. yeah. Well, they're supposed to live to be 70, you know, and literally 30 years of her life was... She was alone in captivity, 
well with well, with the interaction of humans but that's not the same as her no you know fellow whatever i feel like sometimes people think that animals are fine with our company and like maybe they are okay with that but they they need, need more than that you know they need their yeah. own yeah. to communicate and well it's like if i was told i could only hang out with a dog for the rest of my life like i would probably love that dog yeah but i'd still want to see you like hang out with people who can talk to me you know and like communicate and just yeah absolutely so not only are these animals hilariously lonely from being split apart from their herd but they're also like cruelly trained or beaten into obedience with Mm -hmm. oftentimes a bull hook just because their skin is you know or their hide is so tough like they have to use something like a bull hook that's like I think it may be, like, four inches long mm-hmm. to just whip them into shape. That's interesting because, sorry, I, I couldn't touch on everything I wanted to with the camels. Yeah. But their skin is so soft mm. that they they would use things and they'd pull them by their nose and, like... Yeah. Yeah, there's cruelty involved with them, too. And But that's interesting because, like, they're, they'll get cut all the time. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Anyways, um, so because of the intensive, quote-unquote, training that the elephants go through or the you know beat beatings um they can get ptsd and i found that like elephants they're so similar to us like literally they have similar diseases and aches and pains to humans and Mm -hmm. these are especially enhanced under stressful situations so not only can they develop ptsd but um arthritis is also common in circus circuses and elephant rides just because they're performing and standing on hard concrete surfaces all of this was in for camels too yeah yeah okay i'm just i'm they're so similar like no yeah yeah. but it's like yeah sorry keep going i'm glad you're touching on like different stuff but it's also relatable yeah Mm -hmm. well in camels they're walking like you said all day all day so no wonder you know they're yeah and they can't lay down yeah um, another disease that elephants are prone to are heart attacks just from simply being overworked. Like, they're just worked to the max. I don't know. It's just... I don't understand how anyone could, like, kill them for sport or, like, yeah. use them. And, like, especially for circuses when they're transporting them, there's not enough space in each cage. You know, mm-hmm. they, they're not meant for this, like... Yeah. I don't know. Well, it might be fun to look at and even ride on elephants. The problem that they face from the circus and the ride institutions are essentially due to the abuse and denial by humans of their rights to live in their natural habitats and mm-hmm. just our perception that these animals are tools mm-hmm. to be bent for our wills and our pleasures. Yeah. And that's the same with camels, I think. Yep. And we don't even, like... When I was really young, we went to the circus, and there was an elephant there, and all my siblings rode the elephant, but I was, like, a total horse girl, so I rode the horses instead, which I'm sure that those horses were not treated fairly either, so I've never, but I haven't ridden the elephant. Everyone thought I was crazy for doing that, and I mean, I had already ridden a horse before in my life. I had ridden horses since, but I, like, was like, no, I just, any opportunity to ride a horse, I took. Yeah. But... They're so decorated. Like, they wear... They put all this beautiful stuff on them, and it makes you feel like, wow, we're celebrating them. Majestic. And but, like, yeah. it's just another thing they have to carry. It's not their natural look. You know, oh, like, man. natural beauty, guys. You know? It's just little things that are, like, lies. Yep. 
they're cre- they're trying to create this positive atmosphere, but you're just you don't see how it's not a positive atmosphere. Yeah, you don't see the behind no. the scenes. Yeah, like and I mean even just logically, an elephant is in an arena. I was yeah. in an arena. How absurd is that? I know they usually That's absurd. They usually travel in herds thirty miles a day at least. Oh, really? So it's like they're just trapped in this Yeah. With all these people staring yeah. at them, lights, like not at all the technology surrounding them, the crowd, the noise. None of that is natural to them. Mm-mm. So it's like shoving a human underwater for like ever, you know? Yeah. Like that's not natural, you know? That was awesome. I really liked that. I think that it's sort of an underrated topic, especially because, you know, we don't face it every day, you know? It's yeah, not we're not in Africa. To, yeah, I don't have to refuse this every day. I think for both of us, we've had friends recently who have traveled and have taken part. And they're not vegan people, so what do you expect, you know? But right. it's kind of... And that's what made me want to, like, research it more and question it. Because everyone thought it was so cool, but I had the immediate mindset of, what's happening? Why are we yeah. doing this, you know? And it's like, you know what happens to cows. Like, we know what... Yeah. In that industry. So it's like, odds are there's probably going to be something happening We're doing, yeah, with this. Yeah. Exactly. So it's good to look into it, I feel. Yeah, it's like we know what we're capable of. Yeah. Because I feel like my family are like, they'd be like, oh, surely not. Like, surely they treat them nicer than that. But it's like, I mean, do they? We steal milk from cows. Like, why wouldn't we treat a camel poorly, you know? You want to believe the the good, but at the end of the day, like, you know, we're greedy people sometimes. And I get that these business owners need to make money. They need to feed their families. But... We need to spread awareness and make this not an attraction. Yeah. So, well, thanks again for listening. Um, if you've been enjoying our weekly discussions, we would love it if you could rate and review our podcast so that we can spread the word and make more vegan friends. So don't feel alone out there because we're also vegan. 